what was the surgery like and what's the drugs like? Well, I don't remember any of the surgery, which is good, but they said everything went well. Sure enough, the ACL was torn, so everything went pretty normal. And so I remember waking up once in the recovery room, the nurse looked up to me, looked up at me and said, good morning, you know, you did good. And then I closed my eyes, I, I thought just to blink. And she said it was another 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from a dusty road, Austin, Texas, the live frisbee capital of the world. It's the Sold Out Podcast with your hosts, Nice D, Doctor Flatball, and Mister Wim. I love a good hot latte in the morning. From McDonald's, huh? Well, here we are, folks. It's episode six. I am uh, executive producer, Mr. Huemo, and you're listening to Sold Out. To my right is Dr. Flatbolimus. And uh, across from him is our, he's sort of taken over a lot of the executive producer duties, but also editor and behind camera person. You know my motherfucking name. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to, yeah, in case you didn't actually know. Or in case you missed his post last week bragging about his bookend D on me at pickup, followed by oh, a score. That was beautiful. As told a foot in, blocked his ass. Did you? Yeah. On the last point that we played of the day, too. Man, if you were outside of an ultimate context, <laughs> screaming, I foot blocked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world we live in. Yeah, so that's uh, that's nice to you over there. And uh, before we get started, we should give a little shout-out to our growing list of sponsors. We're going to go around the circle real quick because we have some new ones. I'm going to shout-out Hollerin's Mom. Thank you for the sponsorship, Hollerin's Mom. I'm going to shout-out our uh, our newest sponsor, Noon Game Fixture and All Around. Oh, wait, he didn't want his name to be said. Great guy that <laughs> I'm not going to name <laughs> right now. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of secrets, I want to bring up the latest in, in Lord Walshclaw. Um, Stick in sponsors real quick. Right, well, no, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just bookmarking that for my own brain. Uh, <laughs> our most recent sponsor is a young man we used to call uh, Learner's Permit because he joined the Soul in his first year of professional ultimate when he was 13, 14. Yeah, about that much. And he's really grown up. He has a little bit of a stubble on his face. He's got some, yeah, some chin hairs. And uh, he's a big fan of the You Feel Me segment, and that tender-hearted lad donated ten whole ducats to this podcast. That's a six-pack. Oh, and it's it's Carson Wilder. Yeah. It's Carson Wilder. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Carson Wilder. Uh, and were we not recording this podcast at ten fifteen a.m., we probably would be using that ten bucks for a, for the beer fund, right? Yes, but I'll tell you later what we what we ended up spending that. 10 beans okay. on. Uh, my next shout out to our sponsor, Badfish, a tribute to Sublime. Catch them on tour this summer. <laughs> it never gets old to me. Uh, of course, my good friend, Mike French. Thank you, Mike, who we're awaiting your directorial debut behind the uh, sold out camera. Whenever you want. Uh, Matt Hankey, of course. Title sponsor, right? Yeah, Flatten. Matt Hankey presents. And uh, of course, I uh, got to give a shout out to Tank, our, who doubles as our intern. 
triples as our last week's guest. Tank, my coffee's out. Get me some more. And he also a quadruples as uh, Dr. Flatball's Vegas betting guarantor. Yep. New Orleans betting. New Orleans betting guarantor. Yeah. But we could plan a trip to Vegas. Yo, one of the great things about uh, last weekend's game was Flatty and I kind of went back to our roots and we just we kept going back to the the sold out van and pounded beers. Yep. Wasn't that fun? It's true. We went out there, we snuck out. Ed and John were both like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> <laughs> to do drugs in the parking lot. Where do you think? <laughs> it was a sixer of Fire Eagle that we that we worked on every 20, 25 minutes. Mhm. Yeah. Could they yeah. not question you because you all are still repping the press pass that that the soul gave us on day one? We are so far season. beyond the press oh, pass, man. Uh, speaking of credentials, they don't matter apparently <laughs> at all <laughs> because we need to talk to X about the admissions process into the games. There was for sure at least one homeless person wandering around the last soul game. It was weird. <laughs> Not much more to say about that. But hey, it's Austin, you know. I mean, when the gatekeeper to the game. Is like a 14-year-old kid. I don't think he's going to have the chutzpah to stop a, a charging homeless person barreling through the, the gates. I don't think she was even charging. She just sauntered? I think she just sauntered, <laughs> speaking to herself. She knows how to sneak in. She just acts like she owns it. Pro move. So, yeah, so we're doing this podcast in the morning. So, you know, it's not going to be necessarily as much boozing. But we do have a real top-shelf guest today. Should we should we go ahead and bring him in? Yeah, is he ready? Are you are you? Uh, he looks bored over there. You need to go home. You got something else going on? I think he's just drugged. <laughs> well, somebody introduce his name. Oh, okay. Do you, Flatty? Okay, I'm doing it. <clears throat> should I go NPR style? This yeah, time? yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Well, we'd like to give a very very special welcome to our next guest. He's a longtime member of the semi-professional Ultimate Frisbee team here in Austin, and it's great to have you here on KUT. Uh, let's let's give a nice warm welcome, if you could, David and Timothy, to our guest, uh, Mr. Chase Cunningham. Tragically, Chase uh, went down in game one with a torn ACL, but here he is uh, days after surgery. How are you feeling? Uh, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure, <laughs> truly. Uh, it's a real pleasure to be on the show. Uh, long-time listener, one-time guest appearance, second time now, so really glad to be back. Mm. Really appreciate it. I'm feeling okay. Well, it is wonderful to have you. Thank you. How long yeah. do you think we could keep it up at this at these dulcet tones? Like I could go. I I'm drugged up enough that I could probably <laughs> yeah. keep it up the whole time. We need to keep him awake, though. <laughs> so, so I probably I, should prick it up just, just a little. little. We gotta pick just, it up just a little. Chase, cut again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey. Uh, I wanted to ask you, Chase, before we asked about your time in the hospital. Uh, what do you think? Do you have any insights on the identity of at Lord Walchclaw? I've been so close a few times. Really? But I have no idea. Um, really? No. You know it? I have no clue. I can't tell if they're getting inside scoops because there's been a couple of pictures they've posted from team, you know, events or lunches or whatever it is. But really? I, but I can't tell if that's somebody like just texting them a picture of it or if they're in on it. My first thought was Bobby Lewis. Oh, man. Crazy really? man, Bobby Lewis. But I don't think it is. That needs to lead us to an episode of How Old is Bobby Lewis? Oh, okay. Let's sing the theme song, first of all. And a one, and a two, and a you know what to do. How, How old, is old is Bobby? How old is Bobby Lewis? How old is Bobby 
Is how old is our friend Bobby Lewis? I think he's the same age as his number, which is 35. Is that right? I think Bobby Lewis is closer to 25. I think Bobby Lewis was born 44. <laughs> you know how old he is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to answer it for us. 27. 27? He's my age. Uh, Lord Walshclaw, I was looking through his media posts on Twitter. You know, photos, videos, whatnot. And one stuck out to me. It said, follower submission. So this doesn't. This means that somebody gave it to him, but it's somebody on the inside because it's a. It's from a group chat, and the group chat. The group is called Swole, Two K Nineteen. That group. That group name sucks. Is that your lifting group? No. No. It is the team Groomy. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. I mean that group name is awesome. Amazing group name. Swole 2K19. <laughs> I didn't oh, make it. God. Wow. Well, that way that can lead us to another great guessing game. Who made that name? I'm gonna go with Wolf. 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 Yeah. Uh, okay. So he's got. So this person has access to the group me, or somebody in the group me is is leaking secrets. And what Chase was also saying was that there was a picture posted from their road game, right, of Wall cheating, drowning his sorrows from the loss to it, to, to the to the buttholes. Yeah. With a chicken fried steak. So either he was. On the trip, or somebody on the trip sent him the message. He's being fed. I think someone's feeding him. He's got an inside man. But who is close enough to the team? He says Bobby, uh, Bobby Lewis. But uh, no, that was my guess. But Bobby says he's not it. <laughs> who is Bobby at his word? Who's that tall guy who hangs out with them a lot that I don't really know? Shifty teeth? Not shifty teeth. This guy's like a lot taller than shifty teeth. Oh, mammoth. 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 mammoth? Yes. It is mammoth. It's gotta be. Who, wait, who the fuck is Mammoth? <laughs> he was Walsh's old roommate. Pull they played a, together at Texas State, I think. Pull up a picture. No, he played at UCSB. It's fascinating to hear you speak right now. You're yeah. at like 85% talking speed that you usually are. Yeah. It's great. And so you just had surgery two, three days ago? Four Monday. Days? So three days ago. Three days ago. How, what was the surgery like and what's the drugs like? Do you have any like uh, discarded... Scar tissue that we could have as a souvenir. <laughs> like the little jar with the stuff. We'll keep it in the archives. I meant to ask for that, but I was a little hazy. Yeah. Otherwise, I would. I'd so, give it to you if I had it. Hey, uh, Chase, what are, what have you been watching on... <laughs> Chase has like a <laughs> thousand-yard <laughs> stare. It just <laughs> came over him. He you know is what's really, really going in and out. incredible here. is that when we got here, I thought you were fine because... We you we went in the studio and you played a ripping bass line <laughs> for like five minutes and sang the entirety of All My Lovin' while playing bass. probably still do that and then you came out here and you're just a zombie in this chair like you sat down propped up the leg and you are in a different world this is great just living man 
<laughs> and so how long do you get to have this pass where you can just watch movies all day and night? Uh, I think I get it through, like, tomorrow. Oh, sweet. So you got a good Monday through Friday. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Will you be able? So you're a trainer, right? Uh huh. Will you be able to train folks with this monstrosity yeah. on your leg? I'll hobble around, but yeah, I won't be able to do as much of the spotting stuff. But I'll just tell them to do it. And they'll do <laughs> I'd it. I'd love to be trained by you next week. Yeah. Just do a couple more <laughs> squats, I guess, and then cool down. Trying to wean myself off of these pain meds. Before Monday. If you have any leftovers, just flush them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Uh, Chase, let me ask you this. How, uh, How's the attitude from your teammates been towards you since you've been injured? Have you been cast aside like some sort of leper? Because you've you... kind of been hanging out and goofing off with us on the sidelines. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm trying to help out where, where I can, but trying not to be super involved, too. That is a terrible answer. <laughs> well, that's because I think you're seeing butterflies and <laughs> yeah. dragons. I saw at one point the team on the game. Like, the what day. am I supposed to say there? Yeah, I've been really involved in the team, and you know, I'm basically now an assistant coach, and you know, I'm just out there hobbling around since I can't do it. I'm teaching. Yeah, make something up. That was good. <laughs> that was good. That's yeah. what I should have said. And the voice was great too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he turned into Bane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's your role. To the darkness, guys. Uh, can I tell a quick story about what happened at the tavern after the game? Yeah, tell a story. Yeah. Then let's do some you feel me's around. I got okay. one too. Okay, so uh, you know, the, the you go, you can go to the tavern, a bar after the game, and oh. drink with the players, and eat or whatever. And uh, I went, and I approached a table with Walsh, and at the table was uh, DJ Wolf. Wolf's wife, Jess, Darrow, Josh Z, and Matt Bennett. And they were playing a drinking game, and my edible had just kicked in. And it's a confusing game anyway. And there's a lot of math, and you put your finger on the rim of the glass, yeah. and yeah, it's like... Great game. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was really fun. It took me two <clears throat> games to figure out what the hell was happening. And DJ, in particular, was pretty verbally abusive to me in terms of, like... Get Sounds the fuck right. with it. You should know how to play by now. It's not very nice. So I lost two games in a row, meaning you have to chug the beer. Oh. Uh, and, like, this is when the edible was just kicking in. Thankfully, Darrow sponsored me for half the beer on the second one. But I needed to step back and sit my cup down because, uh, you know, things were starting to compile. And so uh, then Mike Dowdy subbed in for me. But I quickly put myself in an Uber shortly after. And, and and came home, but <laughs> I got out at the wrong house. <laughs> what, and, dude? And, but, and like Uber drivers know where you're going; it's in their system. And I'm like, here it is. And he's like, really? Because it's showing like a couple hundred more yards. I'm like, yeah, no, this is this is it. And I, I was up there at uh, what's that called? Something Terrace. And I got out <laughs> as soon as I got out. I realized not my house. I'm like, oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. He fucking reversed it. You had him drive an extra 100 yards? And I yards? piled back in. And then I, we just went like 100 yards. And I was like, well, that was also stupid. I could have saved face and just walked. Dude, oh, you've lived here we, for oh 14 years. Yeah. And then I came in the house, and Bone Saw's Whammo's wife, Colleen, had warm cookies on the kitchen counter. <laughs> she said. Oh, that's a beautiful. You know what? When when we write your memoir, when you write your memoir, rather, 
uh, it's gonna be called. Uh, and that was right when my edible was kicking in. <laughs> every story you tell involves that that frame of reference. That, was, that came up another time last week when Hogue was on trying to get this video edited for another person he was making, this company he was making a commercial for, mm-hmm. and it was having some trouble at the last minute. It had to get it in at a particular time. It was taking longer and started having like a fucking stress attack. And then I asked him why he was so stressed. He's like, my fucking edibles are going to kick in 30 minutes. Is this going to take 30 minutes longer? Because I, I didn't understand what the problem was anyway. And as soon as it kicked in, I knew I was fucked. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's so, play You Feel Me. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, let's, yeah. You, I feel you. So we, the idea here is we direct them to Chase, and he sort of fills in the, the details. Right? Yeah, we, we, we do a take. We say, you feel me. We ask him if he feels it. And then, yeah. yeah. So all I have to do is say... I feel you, or, nah, I don't feel you. Right, but then you have to give a little more than that, and just give a little background on why or why, why not. Why or why not. Remember yeah, when yeah. you made up the coach talk a second ago in the coach voice? Yeah. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, do, the, do the Bane Talk coach. like Bane. <laughs> okay, um, you going to start a nice D? Right. Yeah, I got one. Uh, Mason Wunsch is a, a CGI creation from marvel studios <laughs> you feel me dude jumps yeah i feel you yeah. yeah what was his injury by the way after the game uh tbd should know tomorrow i think he's seen a doc but he seems to feel better than i did so oh it could be real serious huh it looked bad but he doesn't seem to think it's that bad so we're we're hoping that it's not that bad <laughs> Expert analysis from our own drugged chase. <laughs> drugged chase. Uh, hit my uh, DJ Lasker was fucking freaking out at the end of the game last game, in horror at y'all putting throwing the game away. You feel me? I feel you. Did you catch him come off the field yelling? God damn it! Pulled off his hat, exposing a head full of gray hair and slamming it onto the to the sideline. It's silver. Yeah, silver. yeah. it's beautiful. DJ's been known to do that. Once or twice, it was just, a, he just gets angry sometimes. It was a, a tough, tough final quarter. It was. I appreciate the intensity. It was intense. Uh, Chase, before we get off, DJ, you had you and DJ had a really adorable slash sickening moment on the sidelines where some bullshit emo song came on, and you guys looked at each other. You were walking away from each other, and you looked back, <laughs> made eye contact, and gave like a bro like yeah nod. <laughs> And I was like, oh, barf. Do you remember which one it was? I don't remember what it was, but I was enjoying it as well. It was either Saturday by Fall Out Boy, because that was my song request every time I scored, if we played on a game, if we played a game that was on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then I think <laughs> it was either that or it was a Taking Back Sunday song. It was Saturday. Okay. It wasn't TBS. <laughs> it was my scoring song when I played on a game. Here's <laughs> <laughs> what Chase just said. <laughs> He's just living. You're up, Vladdy. Okay. Um, Kayvon Waugh is the new Ryan Purcell. You feel me? No, nah, I don't feel you. Ooh, he what? doesn't feel it. Huh. Uh, unpack that. Weird thing not to feel. Yeah, unpack. He's he's a different player than Purcell. Purcell just kind of is out there, and then every time, every once in a while, he rips one. 
There's, been a, there's a visual element to this story, folks. Chase imitated someone throwing a frisbee. That was good. Yeah, that's how Left-handed. you move your arm and it extends forward. Yeah. <laughs> so are you sure? He's holding the mic out here. I know. Yeah. <laughs> also, your mic's like six feet away. You're creating a nightmare for okay. an SD later editing. Sorry. Uh, so you're saying we should more go like, back like Purcell 2.0. Yeah, I feel you. Okay, feels that. The Austin Souls playoff hopes are not dead, but they're a little bit fucked. Fucked. You feel me? I feel you. Um, Walsh threw <laughs> like a 45-yard huck, and it looked like it wasn't going to get there. But since the since the gods on high are generally on his side, uh, just I think Pollock life. caught it, uh, and also because Pollock is 69 feet tall. And <laughs> Uh, it came down and it was a completion, but uh, I was scared for a moment, and maybe that's why he doesn't throw a lot of hucks. Sorry, Walt, you feel me? I feel you. He was real mad about throwing it. He was like, I, I shouldn't have thrown that. Immediately like, on his face, you could see yeah, that. Yeah, but that was a great decision for Walt. He needs to throw more of those. I think I mean, he's perfectly capable of throwing them. He maybe just needed to throw it a little earlier. Or a little further, maybe. Maybe he can't. Maybe he had that one second where he's like, "Am I actually going to throw a huck?" And then he said yes in his mind. Then he threw it. Yeah. Thus the underthrow. Just confidence. Throw it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I did have one more. Um, Dylan Larberg's a piece of shit. <laughs> I feel ya. You feel me? <laughs> I feel ya. My take on those two guys, and I don't know them personally, is Chris makes a lot of dangerous bids, but is super nice afterwards. And apologizes and is a really nice guy. Dylan is just a fucking asshole. <laughs> On the field. You feel me? <laughs> On the field. I feel you. Man, that's there my was, only experience. Can you maybe you weren't watching, but there is one where I think he like Walsh was guarding him and he took the disc and just Walsh like, was intentionally, I think, trying to foul him. Was he? I think so. Is that what was happening? And the so refs wouldn't looked... call him wouldn't call the foul. Oh really? At least that's what I understand. Second hand. It looked said like he was, he was physically raising Walsh's but then hand. Was, with then the he disc. was also trying to do that, like Kevin Durant, like swoop in and jump up like you're shooting, draw the contact type of thing. Mm-hmm. I think they were I sort of equal offenders. I think it was a little bit of both because I, I, I saw that too, where he sort of shoved the disc under and lifted up. That's what it looked like. But to then me. Walsh, maybe frustrated, grabbed it and sort of tore and sort of tried to tear it out. Maybe. And to I, asked, claw it uh, out. I asked Wolf about it after the game. Because I was trying to find out what the hell happened. Because they, they got in a little yelling match, Wolf and him afterwards. That's not a fight that Larberg wants to be <laughs> in, by the way. <laughs> but it's one that we want to see. We, we see would that love one. to see it. He we just said he was yelling at Larberg that it was really soft. Like, that's just that's like soft. soft play. That's soft. Okay? That's soft. <laughs> yeah, that's what... Just like that. Yeah. Soft <laughs> as Charmin is what Jared would used to say. Hmm. What yeah. was the second word? Soft as Charmin. What's Charmin. Like are the you, toilet paper? Are you serious right now? He doesn't no. know because he doesn't buy his own toilet paper. I don't he just use comes toilet over paper. and raids ours every single time and brings it back. Soft as Charmin. Anyway, I think this is a good time to go to our segment uh, about the feature player. Ah, uh, yeah. So uh, first we need to choose our feature player. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Chase. So I, don't think, I don't think Chase is our feature player. But Chase, you may choose who our feature player is going to be. And then we'll do our contest. Good call. Chase is looking up the roster right now. While he does that, um, I I got good news, guys. I'm going to be back in the booth this weekend. Oh, yes. yes. And I've got uh, 
former soul player and current torch assistant coach Aubrey Davis coming in there with yes. me. Yes. Aubrey Davis. Buddha loose. He's loose like a Buddha. From the island of Seattle. That is very exciting. We can't wait to hear you. Are you going to go flat ball or are you going to go I'm gonna hybrid go flat ball Weber? Or hybrid gonna flat ball. I'm going to go by flat ball, but I have to. I can't as explicitly shit talk is what I've been told. Fuck that. Shazam, who do we got for our. Uh, well, who's already been a featured player? We haven't done Kayvon. Kayvon is my soulmate. Oh, he is? Oh, then yeah. we should do. Yeah. We can do Kayvon. We should okay. do Kevin yeah. Wog. All right. Well, you, you listener, if you're a first-time listener here, uh, the contest is we go around, do our best featured player introduction for today's guest, today's featured player, Kayvon Wog. Start us off. It is nice D. Well, actually, it's Patrick Christmas, and I don't want to do featured player because I don't know how to do featured player. So I think I'm going to pass it off. <laughs> wow. Hey, thanks, Pat, for showing up just for that. I got my eyes lasered and my feet chocoed. <laughs> Don't come on the show. You'll, you will be ruthlessly made fun of. <laughs> Who's next? Oh, man. That's a, that's a pretty good, you know, around to try to win this contest. Go that route. I like it. Uh, it's today's featured player, Kevon Wong. That was uninspired. Wow. Uninspired. Yeah. Not a fan. <laughs> right. Shazam, you're up. It's today's featured player. Kayvon Wah. Smooth, <laughs> chill, God. and uh, rich. Yeah. I know what I'm listening to before I go to bed yeah, every so night. It's very PBS. It's today's featured player. It's automatic now. I love it. I love it's just, it. It's like a preset. Yeah. I do. I access a little part of my brain. <laughs> so today's feature player is Kayvon Wah, uh, who apparently is soulmates with our guest here, Chase. Give us some facts about him. What do we not, you know, let's assume nobody knows anything about him. Kayvon, he is uh, also an Austin native, a graduate of, I believe, Lhasa here. What middle school? Lhasa, Lhasa. <laughs> what middle school did Kevin Waugh go to? What hospital was he born at? Well, that's a good chance he played for Colleen. Uh, actually, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Lhasa is the Liberal Arts and Sciences Academy, correct? What's the deal with that school, by the way? Is it like a monastery? They go and like play with blocks instead of learn math? I, I don't know. I think it's supposed to be just a... I think it's part of LBJ High School, but... Supposed to be better than yeah. so he went to the Smart Kids Public School. Smart Kids Public School, I think Square Matahar Ahmad. Out of here, out of here. That's what his nickname is. Out of here. He was a freshman at UT when I was in my last year, so we played at UT for one year together, and I think he's finishing his fifth year now. He is a computer science major. I think is getting his master's in computer science this year so he's a intelligent kiddo he's a fast little bastard he is he looks like okay for context i didn't see Kayvon for about two and a half years and then i saw him at an indoor tournament this past winter and he looks like he just he discovered within that two and a half year period uh a gymnasium and, yeah. and really went to town there <clears throat> uh, because he was he was a skinny little guy when I knew him, he still is pretty him. skinny, but he's got a lot more muscle mass on him. Yeah, 
for he's sure. Been, he's been hitting the weights. So. Yeah, he's all yeah. cut up. Do you see him with his shirt off? Yeah, a lot. All the yeah, time. you should see it. Cool. We nice. go to Deep Eddie Pool together. Uh, did you guys see Ben Lewis's catch at Beach? Yeah, that was sweet. Nationals. It yeah. was pretty oh. sweet. Oof. It was sweet. It, Doug, sweet. Oh, Doug Richardson threw it to him as well. Yeah, he yeah. ripped it. But why? What's the advantage of the the trailing edge catch that everybody loves so much? Don't you have to reach farther to get back there to get it? It's so you can catch it with your right hand, which is what most people catch with, which makes me really mad. This is a point of emphasis I made actually yesterday at our soul practice. Interesting. People don't catch with both hands. I watched a Callahan video the other day, and I don't remember whose it was, but they didn't catch a single throw with their left hand the entire four and a half minutes of video. It was incredible. I was yeah, like, surely they're going to have one with their left hand. Not a single one. Because I went back and watched it again to make sure. Maybe some people just don't even think about trying to <clears throat> practice with I don't think hand. people do. Well, what about trailing edge makes it better <laughs> for catching with your right hand? I mean, I guess because it stops. I don't know. I don't get that. That's a question for Ben Lewis. Yeah. Let's get Ben Lewis on the horn. Can we soul do you have his number? You let's, do? Let's soul call him right let's now. Let's soul call him. He's probably at work. It doesn't matter. Even better. No. Come on. <laughs> no, you won't nah. give it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ben, we tried, buddy. Fuck Ben Lewis. He left the soul after year one, yeah. and he never came back. Oh. He's a good dude. He gave a, he gave a fun post-game interview in the parking lot one time. Remember, well, I mean, Flatty? I do. I really do. He also I ate a fish number, raw. So. I, remember eating, I remember the fish in his mouth. But, you know, I mean, Dan Emmons is a good dude. He, he actually paid for his ticket to come in to watch the Torch game. But still, fuck Dan Emmons. He plays for the Ralph Nerds. And fuck him. He was yelling at some soul players on the field. Yeah, fuck about that a guy. delay of game on Pollock. Which it was. But still. That was good. <laughs> uh, any other tidbits about Kayvon Wog that we need to know? Is he, is he starting from here on out? He didn't start the first couple games. Or is he just filling in while Purcell 1.0 is out of town? I don't know. I think he's played well enough to keep that spot. Uh, we'll see what Coach Darrow does with it. Um, Kmon's a good dude. I like him. Well, you <laughs> fan can see Kmon. Righteous man. <laughs> cool. You can see Kmon this Saturday playing against the uh, Dirks and Dicks Cantwins, who now play in Tampa, coming to Austin. Or he's also playing college national championships next week, yeah. right? Are those you guys have like they a, are. is it like Tampon Bay can't wins or something like that Tampon now? Bay, it yeah. was. Are they in Tampa mm -hmm. now? Yeah, they're yeah. in Tampa. Are we going to paint? Yeah, let's paint. Yeah, okay, so sessions. the idea here is that Chase will have a lot of time for hobbies. And we wanted to suggest one to him, and that's art. Now, Portraits on Painkillers was the idea, and we were going to go with paint as the medium, but it's more expensive, it's messier. So I went with uh, crayons. And uh, I mentioned Carson Wilder and his generous $10 donation earlier. And this covered that and then some. So the, uh, the crayons and the paper were $7.63. And I spent the remainder on a uh, chocolate bar. That <laughs> <laughs> a boy. Um, so I'm going to pass these out, and you guys want to kill time while I do so. Yeah, let's let's draw with Did you Should we get some mic stands so we can talk and draw at the yeah. same time? Okay. All right, we're so ready. we're all going to try to draw a portrait of Rory Orloff with a beard. Okay? And we don't all have the same 
colored crayons, so just use whatever you have. If that means he gets green hair, so be it. You have five minutes. Five minutes? Yes. It's going to take me five minutes to do one part of it. Chase, what do you like the most about Rory, and what do you like the least about Rory? Rory is a fiercely competitive person. Uh, I like that the most about Rory. Um, I think he's also very loyal and would stick up for any of his friends if they really needed him. I think he's going to take me to cryo today. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> We're what living. You, what do you like the least about him? Uh, every once in a while, like especially on like a road trip or something like that, he wants to go to like Bojangles or an equivalent for food, like pre-game. And you're not about that. I mean, as much as I love good fried chicken, not really before a game. How is it possible he could eat that before the game? I, I, I want to reiterate that I can't draw. So Whammo can't draw. Nice D, what are your drawing abilities like, generally speaking? Dude, Nice D is a good drawer. Nice D did all the covers of the baseball magazine that our other brother made when he was a kid that became this famous thing. And then there was a feature on ESPN about it that featured video of little young child nice D drawing the cover it was also in Sports Illustrated really jeez mm -hmm. are you serious 100% so nice D's artwork has been in Sports Illustrated yes it has <laughs> what <laughs> it's true yeah mine's like a mug shot what are your favorite things about Rory uh, Rory has worked for uh, security at our last two big band festivals and just was awesome because he could do he could really find commonality with we have a very sort of diverse fan base so like pretty freaky in some ways and just some jocks some freaks some like all over the place and he was able to relate to every single different type of person there which was great uh he bought the kids ice cream too he bought the kids ice cream you know like i don't know i just he, he's very adaptable socially plus i like his dad a lot yeah, I like Joe, Joe too. Joe's a good fella. Yes, this is a really unflattering picture. I'm sorry, Rory. All right, I'm going to go first. Shazam, you're done. Mine is the worst. I'm going to put that out right now. <laughs> Here's my Rory. Well, Turn let around. See let it. me see. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> I'm pretty happy with it. I'll go next because we did the same thing. Albeit I did mine a little bit more accurately. Yours is not that much better. Uh, so I went full body portrait, and it's an action shot. And it's Rory on the mark doing his, his Buddha belly mark push. And he's doing it against Dylan Larberg. You <laughs> <laughs> spelled Dylan wrong. Even better. I know, I did it on purpose. Perfect. <laughs> All right, Chase, we're running out of time. Let's go, let's go, let's uh. go. Ah, uh, yep. So there's a picture for reference. Yeah. It's kind of close. Pretty solid. <laughs> really good job on the how wide the cheeks and jowls are. In fact, it looks it looks a little bit more like Joe Orloff than it does Rory. Yeah, which is it really does. Interesting. He captured Joe. Yeah. Were you drawing Joe? 
Fun fact, yes. <laughs> Actually. Guys, I gotta go. Oh, you gotta right. go? I gotta go. Oh, man. I'm so, out of here. New Shazam. game already? <laughs> Thank you for coming on the pod. Really appreciate you getting nice and drugged up before coming over here. We're all feeling super mellow. Portraits on painkillers. Brought to you by Hydrocodon. And, uh, whose money did you use? Carson Wilder. Carson Wilder. Thanks, Learner's Permit. Thanks, Learner's Permit. Next week, let's try to get uh, Square on here and have the episode just be him welcoming him and then him saying, thanks, it's great to be here. I'm out of here. (laughs) And then he bails, and it's a five-minute episode. (laughs) Done. Yep. Uh, You you Soul fans can catch the Soul this Saturday at Westwood High School. Doubleheader with the Austin Torch. 7 p.m. for their Soul game. 4, 4 p.m. for the Torch game. For the torch One game. ticket gets you both. And you can tune in from a distance on AUDL.TV, where I will not be saying obscenities. I'm going to say some obscenities here so I get it out of my system. <laughs> say a few. Fuck! Shit! Dick! <laughs> Fuck! Ass! Sold out! I'm a soul.